And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Your Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, here every week talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. And the weather's been spectacular. It's why we live in northern Arizona. It's just cool, but it's four seasons, but it's just nice. So you can get out almost at least several days a week. You can get out all year long. And so it's just beautiful. My gardens have been in a cleanup mode. And so I'm trying to reset or or get things back in order. So I'm cleaning up all the, the dead leaves, broken branches, just kind of getting things. And I've got a long season to do this. I've got a lot of plants kind of touch and kind of get to uh, get them growing better next spring. So you're setting the stage now for next spring's growth. And things are budding up quite nicely. And so I start with the leaves. The leaves have dropped. Most of the leaves have dropped at my house. And so I don't want those leaves sitting there on top of the gardens or on top of the lawns or or out, out. Just I want to rake that stuff up. What happens is bugs hide underneath those leaves and they come back at you next spring. Well, I don't want that. I want the soil exposed. I want them, I want them freezing to death. I want them out of there. And so it just is healthier for the plants. So I'll rake those up. I compost them. I, I put them in the compost pile, but I don't leave them on the gardens or it just causes some issues. So I've raked those things up. Then I'll start with just cleaning things up. I look for dead wood. Dead. Anything dead in your gardens is bad. And you just don't want that. So you don't want dead leaves. You don't want dead twigs. You don't want broken branches. You don't, it's just, they attract, it just attracts more decay and death and stuff. So get rid of that stuff. So as I rake things up, it's opening up the bottom of those branches. So I can kind of see the structure. I can see what's going on. Uh, one, uh, my my lilacs. Ooh, I got one that's just way overgrown. Oh my gosh, this is, this is a reset year. So I'm going to reset that thing. It's as lilacs get old. And this is probably a 20 year old guy. It's they they live for decades, but not beautifully. They've got a season where they just they need to be reset to re they tend to sucker a lot so you'll get great big branches coming up from this lilac that's well above head high it's eight ten feet tall it's way too big for the space where it's at and then they tend to sucker they have lots of branches coming up from from the roots just everywhere kind of like an aspen on steroids they just come up everywhere and so i don't want that i don't want it to be overgrown i want it to look shapely and beautiful and so now normally i'll tell folks don't prune lilacs in the winter because I'll lose some of my flowers next spring. So the buds, I could see the buds. I was trimming them back. I knew I was going to lose some flowers, but this next year, it's almost going to be a rest year for this lilac. Don't, don't focus on blooming. Focus on adding new foliage, Vigor, vigorous new stems coming up, with, and then set stage for next year. And so I've, I've all those suckers got cut back. I took out the main heavy, tall stems. I want vibrant, young, supple kind of branches coming up. Those provide the best flowers. And so I'm going to reset them that way. And so, yes, I'll lose some flowers, but I knew that I'm going, I'm okay with that, but it sure looks good. When I got done, I fertilized like crazy. Actually, I, I put a three, three inch layer of, of compost around the roots. That's going to really stimulate things. Attracts, attracts worms, gets the roots where they kind of go, wow, I don't know what just happened, but it feels good right here. Let's grow. Setting the stage for tremendous growth next March. It's just a 
we're just talking a couple months away and we're things are going to start taking off. So I'm setting the stage for that. And so I'm pruning things back. Some things, they need to be reset. So I think roses, if you don't reset your roses, they just become mangy, thick, barky, almost woody, and they stop performing very well. A butterfly bush, a, a, a Russian sage. Some of these things need to be set set back, or they just they they sucker everywhere. They take over and they they lose their vitality by giving a, a major haircut every three, four, five years. It it invigorates them so they can take all that massive root structure. They take all that energy and they use and they just form brand new new branches, better flowers for the following season. So this year is going to be a reset year. If I reset uh, three or four roses, just cut them right back to just really whacked on them. Some of these roses are 20 plus years old, uh, but normally roses don't bloom that well for that long. But if you really take them back and start over again, they do. And so these, these roses are probably, I don't know, foot and a half around. Well, not anymore. Now they're like, the, the trunk, the trunk is that big, but they've only got five or six, maybe seven beautiful soft green canes coming up. They are going to bloom like crazy next year. Oh my gosh. You're going to put on six, seven foot of growth and just be covered in flowers because I reset them. So most plants put their best blooms on vibrant new wood. And so if you can encourage new wood to come up, you'll get better growth. When it was all done, I fertilized everything. So I, I got my, my butterfly bush, the, the lilacs, a couple of roses, all set. I insulated the roots with about a three-inch layer of just organic, rich soil. And so got that all going. Oops, sorry. You should make sure you turn your phone off before the show starts. <laughs> here we go. Sorry about that, folks. I don't know if you heard that, but um, here we go. Back at it. Put a three-inch layer of, of mulch. Uh, underneath the the uh, over the root zones, then I fertilized. So now food. There's there's really two kinds of, of of landscape foods that are out in your yard that you can use in the yard. There's summer foods and there's winter foods. So and the plants cannot pick up one of the others. They can't pick up the the winter food in summer and summer foods in winter. So your nitrates are more of a summer plant. So ammonium nitrate. That's a summer food. You, that's if you want to make corn grow like crazy, give them give them nitrogen nitrates. Uh, your your sulfates, they are going to be more of a winter food. So ammonium sulfate is going to be the opposite of that. When when the soil temperatures get cool, the plants can pick that up. And so know which one you're putting on, or you're just wasting energy and money out there in the gardens. So the right food at the right season makes a big difference. That's with chemical foods. Now, organic foods are different, different. So that those organics, so if you're using bone, mo, let's see, bone meal, blood meal, feather meal, all kinds of, of meals, those get cottonseed meal, classic for big flowers, fragrance, brighter colors. And so that's going to bring that out. Organic foods break down over a longer period of time and they break down in a, it's kind of like processed food or all natural food that you're eating. Organics are that way. They're, they're all natural foods. So as they break down, the, the plants can pick it up no matter the season. 
And so they're not they're they're not going to be like a like a synthetic fertilizer like like ammonium nitrates only summer. If you put that on the winter, you might as well just waste your you just wasted time. Plants aren't going to benefit. Sulfates the same way. So organic. So I put organic foods. I put 744 all-purpose plant food down. It's cottonseed meal, bird guano, some sulfur, some iron. I just love that. It's going to set the stage for massive flower and, and leaf bud growth next spring. Then afterwards, here's kind of the insider tip. For my blooming things, I cut back a, a very large rose and a very large butterfly bush. This thing was, a, was way too big. Uh, it's going to bloom spectacularly next year. And it's going to bloom better than ever because all that, that root zone, that root energy is going to be pushing up into a few, into the remaining branches that I left intact, the healthy ones. And so the phosphorus, superphosphate, 0.18.0, that is going to be picked up and that's what forms flowers. If you want more flowers, give it, give it phosphorus, superphosphate. Right now, I would say by... The end of January, give it phosphorus. If you want better forsythia, better lilacs, better spring blooming uh, crab apples and red buds, uh, fruit trees, superphosphate. Put some of that in. It's granular. I just take a handful, sprinkle it on there. I don't work it in. I just kind of put it on top of everything. The snows and the rains that are coming, they're going to help that break down. The plant's going to pick that up and store it. And that's what it's going to use to form next spring's flower growth. You're going to get better apples. Bigger rose of Sharon, better butterfly bush, better what better, bigger flowers, superphosphate, 0, 18, 0, all of it. That middle number forms flowers. The 744 all-purpose plant food, that's going to form better roots and more foliage growth. So they work together. Uh, you can do this yourself. It's time to start pruning, fertilizing things to get things ready for spring. We'll be right back right after this.